Deck the halls with bloody venison. Fa la 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 la. Come three times from hobos dying. Fa la 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 la. Now we don our samurai armor. Fa la 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 la. Prepare yourself for psychic battle. Fa la 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 la. We watched Bloodbeat. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Seasons, greetings, moon goons. We're one about one week out for Christmas, and you're listening to the Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me is my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing as we get closer to the Christmas season? Well, we're already in the season, but we get closer to the actual holiday. Seasons beatings, everyone. Seasons How's it going? bleedings. Yo, seasons bleedings. That's even better than seasons beatings. Yeah, it is. Cause um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, 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 we're here. We're Christmas time. We it's are here. That wonderful time of the year where horror and Christmas come together uh yes uh first let me say a few things uh now initially i want to clear this up uh and and i initially said uh we were gonna be doing the movie the elf last week uh we things got got tangled up and we were unable to do it uh but we will be doing it uh coming up soon a couple days we'll be doing that a couple days so we'll be following these two just got reversed are gonna end up being reversed but yeah but the elf is coming we'll have that up um by the end of the week hopefully and then we'll be finishing out our holiday uh, Christmas movie month with uh, a very special tradition we have here. Um, but we'll talk more about that later. Dude, it's the holidays. It it's is the busy. Holidays. It's, it's crazy. Busy. Everyone's shopping, going to parties, going, you know, working still. It's, and you know, if you it's have, a busy, it's a busy time. If you're a desperate need, if you, not desperate need, because it's not, you know, not desperate. But if you know, if you need, have, looking for that last minute holiday gift, feel free to, you know, just. Head on over to uh, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com and you can pick yourself and all your loved ones up a Horrible Horror Podcast t-shirt for the holidays. Yes. That would have, be awesome. We have them in women's sizes. We do have a women's few women's styles. Women we cuts. Yeah. So uh, for just also just for, for the, the ladies. ladies. But yeah. And uh, yeah, as Marshall <laughs> said, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. That's where you can listen to a lot of our episodes. Actually, all, all of our episodes. Them. All of them. All of our episodes are there. And you can also listen to us on Podbean. Uh, which I've kind of been getting into lately. iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, or Speaker.com. Speaker. Uh, and, of course, you can follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at SoBadScary. Follow us on Facebook. And we will like the – we'll we'll talk to you. We'll chat with you. We uh, we reach out pretty quick. We try our you best. You said Instagram, right? I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I was... We're on Instagram, too. All right. Um, we're all over the place, We man. are. We're everywhere. Uh Kind of like, we're, we're like HPV. We're everywhere now. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. You better get vaccinated, baby, because we're everywhere. <laughs> uh, anyway, this week's movie is called Bloodbeat. Bloodbeat. Uh, a very confusing title once you get through the rest of the very confusing movie. Um, Jesus. But uh, this little gem, Man. This, this priceless piece of movie history was made in 1982. <laughs> Supposedly, it was released in 1983, but it wasn't released until vi- on video way until December of 1988. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Uh, 
It's uh, written and directed by Fabrice A. Let me butcher this guy's name. Zaffaritos. 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 I like Ritos better. Ritos. It makes it sound like it's a brand of Fritos. And, yeah, Ritos or something. Like a, chili cheese, like, cheese Ritos. Zaffaritos sounds like nasty. Classic. Yeah, I don't know. Zaffaritos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the one and only movie he ever directed. He was a, He's like, I'm done after this. Um <laughs> why? Uh, you can find this movie currently on Amazon Prime and YouTube for free. Nice. Um, I know YouTube has the full movie, uh, but I would, I don't know. I can't speak to the quality of it on YouTube. I watched it on Amazon. Where... Can you speak to the quality of it on Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm saying if it's bad on Amazon, I can't imagine what it's going to be on YouTube. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently you can also buy that. Also a, a company called Vinegar... Vinegar Strokes? Yeah, I almost said Vinegar Strokes. Uh, vine- vinegar Syndrome or something like that is the one like released this on DVD. So there's actually a DVD or Blu-ray release of this. Wow. Um, the cast, ain't no way we're going to fucking talk about except for uh, Kathy, who's played by David Carradine. Um, I mean, Helen Benton, but she looks like <laughs> fucking David Carradine. <laughs> I thought she kind of looked like a female Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy? I, I, I went Carradine. I can see the Carradine, though. I see where you're coming from. I went she Leonard Nimoy. She is a rugged woman. I will say that. She uh, looks like she's been living in Montana or ever since this film. Fucking Wisconsin. Yeah, rural Wisconsin. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to. We're going to go right in. We're going to unwrap this fucker. <laughs> Hang on to your butts, kids. This is uh, going to be a fun ride. It's going to be uh, weird. It's going to be weird, fun, wild. It can be a little lengthy. I do have several audio clips to play throughout this one as well. Oh, you're going to make your ears bleed. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll try to give you a warning about that. Put on your earmuffs. <laughs> uh, so, all right, we open with the credits straight on. Straight, no cold opening, I think. Right with the credits. And it's like the most 80s sound effects music I've ever heard. It's like they just learned about synthesizers and how to use them, but they don't know how to make it into music yet. Right. The first, like, probably 30 seconds of the opening music, if you're hearing this, like, if you weren't even, like, looking at the screen, you just heard it, you'd swear to yourself you're about to watch a sci-fi movie instead of a horror movie. It really has, like, that sci-fi feel to it. Yeah, like you're going to watch fucking Flash Gordon or something, you know? It's like, no, I'm totally... Yeah, I'm, it's really weird. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm not going to try to imitate it. Uh, so anyway, once the credits are done, we get treated to some pretty quiet, serene shots of the Wisconsin countryside, the woods. You know, it's all very tranquil, very pretty, whatever. Um, and this quickly turns into the camera following a deer hunter through the woods as suspenseful music and sound effects are played over an entirely unsus- unsuspenseful scene. Yeah. It's boring as all fuck, but we, it's, it's like the long. most intense. It is long, but it's just like overly intense music and sound effects the whole time. Um, so after the hunter finally realizes his, uh, releases his arrow after what seems like an eternity of holding it, they zoom on this guy holding this arrow for like a minute. Like that guy's arm would start like shaking or something. Like it is way too long to be holding that arrow. He's, he's a, he's a real country man. Mark. Yeah. He I can guess hold that bow and arrow. For a while. Uh, basically we, he released the arrow and we cut to him returning home in his truck with the dead deer in the bed. And man, is he jacked? He, he's pumped a, up. He is excited. He's super pumped. Uh, it, we turn out. We learn the guy's name is Gary. He's going to be one of our main guys. Uh, his lady Kathy comes out of the house to welcome him home, but for some reason she gets upset by the sight of the dead deer. Even though Gary's like, "Hey, I've been hunting deers for years. You've, Why you've seen this? You see this like all the, all the time. time. You see this like on like a weekly basis. Why are you fucking? What's going on? Yeah. So it's yeah. 
So like, like, oh, I'm having a migraine. Yeah, and like I said, she looks like David Carradine, and she wears like this throw that looks like a cheap rug throughout like the entire movie. Yeah, it's like a swape or it's 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 like that style that Southwest style of throw rug. Yeah, but it's like a shawl. Yeah, it's like it's like it's multicolored. It's not really a shawl because it goes over her head like a like not like a poncho, but like it's. It's like it's somebody weird. cut a hole in the rug and stuck yeah, it over it's, her it's, head. It's like somebody cut a hole in the rug and it's stuck <laughs> it over her head. And I swear, we had dish rugs when I was a kid that looked pretty much exactly like this. <laughs> Just these colored stripes. Yeah. It's hideous. Um, the two of them go inside for coffee and breakfast. And during this scene, we learn that Gary wants to marry Kathy, who is the mother to a few kids. Uh, but Kathy doesn't want to get married again. And she is pretty, adamant about that. Pretty adamant. Yeah, she yeah. is. He's he's like a he seems like a happy go lucky kind of guy. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like it's Christmas time. Oh, good sound. Good song. Yeah. yeah, but it's Christmas time. The kids are coming home, and I'm gonna surprise them by letting them know I'm marrying their mama. Yep. You know, and he's she's like, nope, nope. <laughs> Lock down that shit. Shut real quick. that shit down now, yeah. Gary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, so he's like, fine, whatever. He goes, he goes to tend to his deer. Uh, so yeah, we cut to Gary working on his. Deer carcass, which is he's has hanging from a tree in his he's front yard, hanging by its neck in the front tree, <laughs> and he's burrowing out its guts. So yeah, the, the deer's it? underbelly is exposed, and it's just been cut open, like all. He's taking out the intestines. Yeah, the body is hollowed out. It's yeah. just a bloody mm. open carcass, and um, just like in Blood Freak, which we did, like this is not a fake deer or fake chick. This is no. like a real fucking dead deer this that they gutted out for this movie. Yeah, so as Gary's working on his, his deer, up drives this beat-up-looking car, and from out of the car comes Kathy's kids, Dolly and Ted, along with Ted's uh, girlfriend, Sarah, who Sarah. came home for the holidays to meet the family, I guess, or I don't know, whatever. Um, now, I, at this point, I love how Gary uses, like, he picked, like, a handful of dead leaves. He's that, like, like, the half-assedly walk. Here, walk. <laughs> here comes the kids. Better tidy up. Grabs a handful of dirty dead leaves. Rubs them on his hand. Good as new. Yeah, to try to get the blood <laughs> off his hand. But his hands are so Still stained. Just covered in, <laughs> covered in deer, deer blood. blood. And he's like, hey, everybody. Like, hugging him. And Giving him a hug. And touching feet. Like, ah, oh, it's great to see you. <laughs> Pigeon cheeks. Yeah. Uh, Ted introduces Sarah to his mom, and Kathy does not look happy to Dude, see her Dude, they have, like, all. zooms in on both their face while music going... <laughs> you know, it's like the $6 million man almost. <laughs> and it's just like she's giving her the death stare. Yeah. Like, you're fucking my son. Yeah. Fuck, not my house. Yeah, she, she's giving Sarah to stink eye for no reason whatsoever at this point in the movie. Uh, but eventually she tells Sarah, you're welcome here. Yeah. In her mannish voice. Awkward, like, <laughs> stare down. Yeah. Uh, inside, Kathy continues to stare down Sarah behind Sarah's back as Sarah, Dolly, and Ted go into the living room to check out the Christmas tree and to chit-chat. Uh, Dolly's looking through all, of her, all the presents underneath the tree and finding one that's for Sarah. Confused, Ted's like, hey, how'd you know Sarah's even coming? Like, I didn't yeah, say anything. I- and then Kathy enters with T saying that a mother knows everything. A mother knows all. Uh, yeah. Uh, cut to Ted showing Sarah to the guest room where she'll be staying. Uh, once inside, Sarah seems to have some sort of weird reaction to the room. Uh, there's a flash of the room covering like, this red filter paired with the sound effects of a baby crying, which yeah. is really fucking strange. In fact, there's no baby ever in this movie. It, the baby has nothing to do with anything. Um, and the red flashy filters goes away goes away real and, fast and okay oh we're gonna touch on it later i know we will but man the special effects they use this movie are 
Oh, choice. Choice. <laughs> the worst, the best worst special effects. Like, like The it's worst so, in the best kind of way. Yeah. It's amazing to see these things. Uh, so, so uh, after that passes, Sarah and Ted talk while they make the bed. Uh, Sarah asks him about his mother and if he notices the way Kathy was staring at her. She goes on to mention that she feels that Kathy seems to know everything that's going on in her head. And Ted tries to start... <laughs> Ted's like, fuck it, I don't care. He tries to start making out with Sarah. Yeah, I mean, this is something it's like, he's like, your mom is tripping me out. Yeah. She is freaking me out. I don't like your mom. I don't like the situation. Fuck it, baby. Let's make, it's make out time. It is, it's make out time. He's not hearing a goddamn word she's he saying. He is not. He's just making the bed so he can get down yeah. on it. Uh, yeah, and, and he, Sarah's still trying to talk about how uncomfortable Kathy makes her feel, but Ted... <laughs> But, like, the true chivalrous man that he is, he just powers trying, through. trying to ram his tongue down her throat. And ignores <laughs> her <laughs> feelings <laughs> and continues to make out with her until she gives in. He, like, he like breaks her down. He wears her. He's like, fine. He's like a crashing wave. <laughs> he just won't stop. Uh, so, it now goes back and forth between shots of Kathy in her painting studio. She has, like, a little art room set up in the house somewhere. Uh, she's working on a painting, and Ted and Sarah are making it out on the bed. It goes back and forth between the two. And Kathy can, like, senses she's, that they're making out. There's fuckery afoot. There it is. And she, like, she looks up at them from below, and then they see, and then she seems to get hit with, like, a sudden headache. A psychic bolt, if you will. <laughs> Ow! Uh, the more the makeout scene goes on, the more uncomfortable Sarah becomes. Who's at this point? Her boobs are just hanging out now. Yeah. Like Ted's like got her shirt open. She's like, it, it's kind of awkward, man. You can tell she is not into this, and he's basically being forced to make. He's out. rounded <laughs> second. He's heading for third. He is. Uh, and she starts looking around the room. All these strange it sound is effects. Awkward. It's like she just sits up, titties kind of hanging out, yeah. and, and like her clothes are kind of off, kind of <laughs> on, and he's just still like trying. <laughs> it's starting to get really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and she's all these strange sound effects are played. She tells Ted to stop. He ignores her, keeps going, pawing at her and kissing her. Sarah starts struggling with Ted, trying to get him to stop, but he just refuses to. And like I said, at this point, I'm like, oh my God, are we about to see a rape scene? Like, is he about thing. to full on just rape her right I'm like, now? Whoa, this is early in the movie. Early for the, yeah. Uh, but Ted finally stops. Asking Sarah, what's wrong with you? Like, what's wrong? Like, I feel like she's in the room. I feel like she's in the room. She keeps yeah. saying that. Yeah, she buns up her shirt. Saying, I, she's in the room. I, she's watching us. Something, something, something. Blah, blah, blah. Um, if Ted is anything, he's persistent. Because he tells Sarah <laughs> that she's being ridiculous. And his mom's downstairs painting. And he goes right back to trying to make out with her. Back at it again. She already buttoned up and everything. And he's yeah. still going right back in. But again. Dude, it, he got waved back to first. He's going back to second again. <laughs> And it works though, because she's like, all right, I just, I, she like, she gives up and just like lets it happen. She's like, all right, here we go, fine. Uh, we cut to. <laughs> do not. Young listeners out there. Do not do that today. No, no way with this bad. Persistence is a virtue in certain things. But to get them titties, be patient, my friends. Be patient. Good thing comes to those who exactly. wait. Exactly. The titties ain't going anywhere. Right. Uh, now we cut to the Red Baron driving down a country road, talking on his CB radio. Holy shit. 
And Red Baron isn't just driving. He's fucking flying like, down. Literally flying. <laughs> like fucking Smokey and the Bandit. Right. He, he, he like gets air. He, he goes out there and he actually gets air off in his, like, his truck. This giant like 70s fuck off truck. Yeah. Just boom. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, like, where the fuck is he going? Who knows? But he's driving like goddamn speed racer. Uh, we, we jump back to uh, Dolly running out of the house and into the barn shed where, where Gary's chopping wood. She tells him that the Red Baron's coming She's over. She's excited. Yes, because he wants to go hunting. So up pulls Red Baron. It turns out Red Baron is Uncle Pete. So I uh, don't know if it's Gary's brother or Kathy's brother. We don't. Right. It's just Uncle, Uncle Pete. Pete. Uh, so now we <laughs> fucking love this. So now we the move we okay so he pulls up and like hey Uncle Pete you guys see and now we cut I swear the movie it splices and we cut to uh, the scene in Tombstone where Wyatt Earp Doc Holliday Texas Jack Vermillion and Turkey Creek Jack Johnson are riding horseback galloping across the desert plains of Arizona hunting down them cowboys but nope nope wait I'm sorry I'm sorry it's just Gary Dolly Uncle Pete Ted and Sarah racing on horseback across the plains of Wisconsin just riding their horses <laughs> across like a plowed cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> What? Well, like, they all look like badasses. They do. I guess it's like a fucking scene on a western, man. I'm expecting, like I said, why are Doc Holliday chasing down the cowboys? Yeah. And stuff, like, they all look like they all yeah. have like rifles and bows and arrows, and like they all just fucking look tough. Like there's about to be, they're about to take on the Indians, kind of invading them or something like that. It's like what is happening? What's going on? That cowboy better drop his sash. Yeah, drop that sash. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ike Clanton, you pussy. Uh, anyway, uh, why didn't we watch Tombstone? Tombstone is fucking awesome. Dude. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, so, anyway, the five of them ride through the woods for a bit before dismounting and embarking on their hunting excursion. Uh, these fuckers act like they're goddamn Delta Force or Navy SEALs. Hell yeah. Because they're moving through the woods, like, all stealth-like. And they even, like, get, like doing, they're, like, rolling under fences and, like, belly crawling. They have, they have like, hand, hand signals. signals. Yeah, it's now, like, Jesus Christ. I've never been hunting, so I don't know. I, I'm sure there has to be a certain degree of stealth being quiet, trying to be as right. quiet as possible. I can maybe, but I, it just seemed very, way more military. Yeah, it was like SEAL Team 6 moving in yeah. and, like Ben Laden or something. I almost said Obama. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it just seemed here's too I know military. Here's where I know, yes, you'd be, you're quiet. But I I don't know if you, how quiet you are because you basically, you, you go somewhere and you sit for hours. You sit in a perch or a covered hunting area and you just sit and wait quietly. That's what I know of hunting. I don't know about how quiet you are to get there once you're there and you stay downwind or something like that. Otherwise, I don't know shit about hunting because I think hunting is fucking retarded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so at one point during this, Sarah tries to tell Ted that she doesn't like hunting. He's like, I don't like hunting. I don't want to hunt. But he <laughs> so just. take you. Yeah, but she, he just shushes her. He's like, shh. And it moves on. I like, shut up, woman. <laughs> just, just, just like he is with Ben. He yeah. just does not listen. Does not listen. And, but I'm like, at this point, don't you think that's something you probably should have come up of, uh, or, or been said before you Ooh, left? After like, you rode across the yeah, plains? Yeah, like, you, Sarah, you goddamn well knew where you were going, what you were going to do. You are going to go kill an animal. Yeah, like, you should have said that before you even left. Like, hey, I don't like hunting. I was going to stay here. Not when you're out in the woods hunting, tracking down the deer or whatever. It's, that's right. not a good time to say, oh, by the way, I don't like this. Anyway, the group sits around in total silence for a while before a deer comes running by. They all take aim for, again, what seems like eternity. They sit there it's, and again, aim and aim. super and... intense. And they're all like, some of them have rifles, some of them have uh, bow and arrow. 
and they're all just raising their weapons slowly. I think they all have rifles except for Gary, who's a bow hunter. Well, it, no, the girl Dolly had an arrow too. Did Dolly? Yeah, I, okay. she did. But all you right. know, they're all taking aim, and it's intense. But the thing, and I know I'm pretty sure about this with hunting. The deer, the images they had of deer, they're on like in full sprints. Yeah. Like juking and jiving, yeah, running and like, back no, and forth. In hunting, you know you wait for, you wait for them to when they're stop. When they're still. They're grazing. And yeah. And you have a clean shot. Yeah, this, this deer is like just bounding for He's And cutting left and right yeah. and bounding. Like there's no fucking way you can make that He's shot. He's like serpentining and going yeah. up. And there's like, open fire. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess they're the. Uh, Ned and uh, the uh, God, Uncle, fuck, I fuck up that one reference. Oh, uh, the, from South, the South Park. Yeah, Ned and Jimbo, Uncle Jimbo, Jimbo yeah. School of Hunting. <laughs> the deer's coming right at Anyway, so right as they're about to shoot, Sarah screams out like, "No!" Scaring the deer away. Of course, this pisses everyone off. Yeah, and then Sarah takes off running. Oh, she takes off, runs away. As full sprint. Full sprint. Ted curses her and chases after her. Now, we get several shots of everybody running through the woods. Uh, but now, somehow, Sarah is running through an entirely different woods because it's like a black and white difference between where Sarah's running and the rest of the people are running because it's like two different environments completely. Um, also, during this, we get shots of some guy in a blue vest stumbling, stumbling through the woods like he's hurt. Uh, the man in the blue vest stumbles out onto the path that Sarah's running down. And she collides right into him. Bam! Yeah, they clash head on. They both hit the ground. Uh, when they collide, the screen flashes in, like, red and green colors. Like, it's really like this. Christmas time! Yeah, it basically is. Like, <laughs> Christmas colors. Um, the man is bloody and holding an open wound in his stomach. Sarah looks down at him. Scream, uh, she screams again. And, uh... Ted and the rest of the group arrive. Yeah, but then yeah. she screamed. The screen does some more weird, filtery, weird shit. There's so much of that that happens. I don't remember all the spots yeah. that it happens in. Uh, the man pretty much dies instantly. As soon as he like touches, she, he's dead. Uh, Ted comes running up by the rest of the family. Sarah just sits there crying. Night has fallen as the dead guy is loaded up into an ambulance while Gary is questioned about what happened by the local sheriff. Uh, up comes some doctor in like. The most hillbilly, like, it's like if, I guess he's country doc because he yeah. doesn't look like a doctor. Uh, the sheriff asks him how the girl's doing. Now, what the doctor says here makes me laugh. I, oh, the, I loved it. I did too. He says that she'll be fine. I gave her my special treatment, three aspirin and a shot of brandy. Yes! <laughs> That's what I guess Wisconsin medicine is. Three aspirin and a shot of brandy. She'll be right as rain. <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I fucking love it. It's the Oshkosh special. <laughs> well, I guess that's a standard for Wisconsin healthcare in the early 80s. <laughs> so after the body is loaded up, the sheriff tells Gary that he'll just list this as a hunting accident. Thanks, Gary, for his time. They all they all leave. This is the one time they actually he goes, Oh, I don't want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So that's our one like tie in with Christmas. That and like the Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah there really yeah. isn't much Christmas in this. Uh he gets yeah, uh Merry Christmas. They all drive off. Cut to Sierra sobbing in her bed with Ted practically laying on top of her, uh hugging her. Uh <laughs> pinning her down, maybe. But yeah, basically. <laughs> uh the dialogue in this is so goddamn soft and quiet yeah, and that it, if you don't have the closed captioning on, you'll swear they weren't talking at all. I Did you have the closed captioning? I did. I, I did not do that. But I, I, did. I wish I did because 
And unlike many of the films of the late 70s, early 80s that we get that are low quality, the sound is just piss poor. And there's moments where it's super quiet and other moments where it's super loud. Yeah. So you're always going up and down with the remote. And the, the you can balance hardly is understand. awful yeah. because like when there's sound effects going, like the sound effects and music drowned out what people are exactly. saying. Like, you can't. It's like I, I like I have to watch these movies with the, with the closed caption on now to get what they're saying. Otherwise, you just miss everything. Right. It's become like habit to me now. It's just automatic. Closed caption goes on. Yeah, that's the move for from now on. Um. So, uh, he tells Sarah that it's all over now. Tucks her in, kisses her, and then he leaves. Uh, but she stops him and tells him to take all the paintings off the wall and to take them it's, with him. It's her mother's paintings. Yeah, the yes. painting. So we're supposed to get the idea that these are paintings the mom did. Uh, he does that. He takes them out and he leaves. We cut to Kathy in her uh, painting in her studio still. Ted enters. He tries to talk to her about his car, but she keeps cutting him off, asking him about Gary and some other people. Uh, Kathy then suddenly just says that she doesn't think she can live with Gary anymore. Yeah, like the dynamic of the relationship all of a sudden, all of a sudden becomes an issue. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and this is so out of left field. Like, uh, it's like, I love him, but she loves her work too. And I'm like, work? What fucking work? You doodle in your studio. Yeah, like, oh, as far as we can tell, all that she is, she paints as a hobby. I guess never mentioned or hinted that she's like some kind of big artist that she sells these for lots of money or this is her actual job. She's just a country bumpkin wife who sits at home and paints as a hobby or divorcee, actually, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has a guy who wants to marry her, and she's like, no. No. Oh, uh, I, I don't want to. These take, paintings are pretty fucking important, my, my Gary. Hobby, yeah. It's like, what? It, it's so. It makes zero sense. Like, there's no. Yeah. That's the lamest excuse I've ever heard. Um, but I guess while we're talking about tomorrow, it would be a good time to describe her paintings because all of her paintings are abstract yeah, like, pieces that, and it looks like just someone just dumped various colors of waves paint. of colors and yeah, it's like just yeah. threw the paint on the canvas and let it run down. It's yeah. like called it a day. Like, yeah. It's pretty weak. Sh- it, they're shitty. Uh, she then asks Ted how long he's known Sarah. She tells him to be careful that there's something strange about her. Uh, he, she, Kathy goes on to tell Ted that she feels like she's seen Sarah before, that she knows her from somewhere. Uh, again, and again, this goes right through Ted's fucking thick skull. Yeah, Sarah's got like the heebie-jeebies about his mom. Mom's got heebie-jeebies about Sarah, and Ted's the conduit between them, getting it from both sides. He's like, "Do whoop, whatever." I'm gonna go Sex back and cars. Yeah, Sex I'm, I'm gonna cars. go back and force myself on her. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care as long as I get fucked. Hey, to get my dick wet. Get dick wet. Uh, time passes. We cut back to Sarah asleep in her room, while the rest of the family is gathered down in the living room. Uh, Ted and Dolly are setting up a game of Monopoly, which takes them like an hour to set this game up throughout the rest of the movie. Uh, Kathy is still in her studio painting. Sarah wakes up and sees a large wooden chest or like trunk next to her bed. Kathy's left hand begins to shake and tremble uncontrollably all yeah, of a sudden. Dude, we go back to Mama Kathy. She's shaking all weird yeah. all of a sudden. Um, so the facial expressions Kathy makes here are so fucking priceless and I, Jesus Christ, I said, like, I can't stop help, but all I think about is every time I see her, it's just David fucking Carradine. <laughs> She's even got the same haircut. It's like just straight, long hair. It's like down to her shoulder. It's just perfectly straight and thin. It looks almost dirty most of the time. Like, yeah. it's just, it's straight up David Carradine. It's all I see when I see her. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So we go back to Sarah, who opens up the chest. And when she does. And what's inside, well, guys? When she does, oh. Kathy's left hand snatches the paintbrush out of her right hand and begins to paint like it's possessed. 
And as Aaron's about to say, what does she find in the uh, wooden trunk? Well, being Christmas time, maybe Christmas decorations, something from family history. That would make completely sense. Something like that? No! A fucking full suit of motherfucking samurai armor. Complete with katana. (laughs) When I first saw this, I lost my mind. I was laughing so hard. Like, I, I, I just lost that it. That was the last fucking thing exactly. I was expecting like, to see. We're in, like, rural Wisconsin in, like, 1982. <laughs> and, like, what? Full ancient samurai armor. She, yeah, she reaches in and pulls out the helmet, complete with, like, the face protection plate. as like, the demon the smi- mask. Yeah, yeah mask. it's cool looking. It is. Uh, Gary knocks on the door to Kathy's studio, asking if he can come in. She's like, no! Yeah. Can't, like, get out of here! <laughs> Go on, get! <laughs> She tells her he's going into town to pick up some booze. Uh, Kathy just ignores him while her left hand frantically continues to paint away. And boy, is this some shitty painting. And she's also holding the brush like really oddly and just like blotting at the red yeah, paint. It's, it's, it's the it's weirdest, awkward looking very thing. Very bizarre. I swear like my two-year-old daughter is paint, can paint better than this girl in this can. So Sierra now runs her finger over the helmet, puts it back in the chest. Now, I had this bit here about what she pulls out next, but Aaron already blew that. So, yes, uh, she pulls out the motherfucking katana oh, yeah, sword. She, uh, she runs her fingers over the still sharp, razor sharp blade, cuts her finger on it. And this seems to cause both Sarah and Kathy to pass out. <gasps> they just, like, pass out. But in the very next shot, we see Ted and Kathy going upstairs to check on Sarah who they find passed out on the floor in the guest bedroom. Tara tells Ted, Sarah tells Ted that she cut herself on the sword she found in the trunk. Yeah, and he's like, what trunk? There's no yeah, trunk. Yes. There's no sword. And Sarah's like, ah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Must uh, have been a nightmare. Yeah. She Whoopsie. Tr- yeah, she tries to explain, but she's like, nope, uh, there's no trunk, whatever. So, and this, Kathy is looking at Sarah in a very uncaring and cold manner. She's just like, she does not care at all. She is That she's hurt or freaking out or having trouble. Uh, Sarah even looks at the cut on her finger, but the cut's gone. Uh, Ted convinced her that he was, she was just dreaming. Kathy leaves to go back downstairs. On her way, she stops to look at one of the paintings that is hanging up on the wall. This triggers what I can only assume is a flashback, but who the fuck knows with this movie? Uh, we see a very young girl, like a child, cutting her fingers on the katana. On the same katana we just saw. And crying. Uh, and now with this really intense violin music begins to play over what seems to be very mundane shots of Dolly setting up the Monopoly game, petting the family cat. But it's like this intense orchestra violin music. Dude, it's it's an- all throughout this movie. The majority of the movie has classical pieces playing yeah. in the background. That's it's something very we didn't cl- mention. Yeah. All like I imagine there uh, there's no royalties to pay yes. for because they're ancient. Well, that's pieces, the first thing I thought. Too. Old pieces, yeah, but no... it's constantly playing throughout yeah. the movie. It, it's so it's weird. So such an odd choice. It's either classical music, which actually I kind of liked. I like, but like, but music. then this the weird synthesizer yeah. crap that would also like come in at times too. It was such a bizarre clash but of styles. It is, but also what makes it so bizarre is like I said, like they played the intense music over really, like I said, mundane and boring scenes like there's nothing going on but it's like like just high intense music it it shouldn't be that intense and what would make more sense if they want to do classical I'm sure it's still royalty free something a little softer something a little gentler or instead of classical like European classical get some like Japanese like drum music or something like if you're if you're if we're going samurai shit here well yeah some oriental (laughs) get some taiko drums yeah I I couldn't think the taiko drums yeah Um, so anyway um 
Kathy's back in her studio painting. Her whole, Now her whole body is shaking and trembling. She's gritting her teeth and has this look of rage on her face. And this is probably the most facial expressions you'll see from her the entire movie from here on out. Other than that, it's just blank stares yes. for the most part. Yeah. She throws down her paintbrush and takes a seat with her hands clasped over her face. And there's another flashback of the same little girl painting. Uh, when we come back to Kathy, we can see that her canvas is now completely covered in paint and the painting looks completely finished. Even though less than 10 seconds ago, we saw that there's nothing but like a little splotch of like <laughs> red, red paint red. on it. But now it's completely done. Um, in comes Gary. I guess he's back from his booze run. Uh, concerned and wanting to know what's going on. Kathy hugs him, but then tells him she can't tell him anything. Like, he can't talk to you about this. Yeah. Now, this is Gary's last straw, apparently. Yeah, because uh, uh, <laughs> uh, instead of trying to describe this scene uh, word for word, I'm just going to let you listen to it. Oh, this, boy. Because this, uh, this is a good example of Kathy's emotionless, dead-inside acting. And uh, it, it's... And then, but Gary is like, Gary sells it. Gary sells it, man. He's Gary's probably by far the best actor in this movie. Um, I will warn you guys though, the, the, the uh, uh, like I said, the sounds, um, the music and stuff can be a little high. So you, you might, it might be a little hard to hear the dialogue at times. And it's over the music and right. sound effects and all the clips. But so just, just bear with us, bear with, be, be prepared for that as, as this goes on. So uh, yeah, check out, here's what Gary and Kathy have to say to each other. that you can just push around and then dispose of me when I'm all finished? Oh, I know that you're very bright and you're very talented and you're very full of visions. But I'm not, Kathy. I'm just a simple man. I need some attention and I need some affection. All right, you don't want to marry me? That's fine. That's fine. But don't you treat me like some kind of a damn dog waiting for a bone, okay? Gary, don't talk like that. You don't understand. Understand? What am I supposed to understand anyway? For the last four or five months, I've done everything I can for you. Everything I can. But it's your paints and your brushes and your damn visions. Well, I'm fed up with it. That's right, even the good old boys get fed up. If you got the message, sweetheart, have a nice night, okay? So, <laughs> so there, there's uh, Gary selling his bid to Kathy. I do. He says, "Why are you treating me like a piece of plastic?" Yeah, I, what like, an odd choice. I thought the same thing too. Like plastic. That's so weird. <laughs> Just to push me around and discard Dispose me of when you're done. Uh, like, uh, and like, like yeah. apparently Gary's like, "You're so talented. You're full of visions." But I give him a dog. A, I don't know. I loved it. And of course, and there you hear the you hear the violin, the violin going, going in the, the background, background, intensely going. Yeah, and, you can, and again, Kathy's just deadpan, dead inside acting, no but emotion. Gary, hey, I can't I, talk about it. Please, no, don't say that. Gary. <laughs> uh, so, and I do love during the scene, he's waving his arms all crazy. Oh, he's going. It's a bizarre shot. It's like an above shot too. Yeah, it's, it's like a this really weird force shot. above. Yeah. It's kind of like this angle from above, like. <laughs> Almost like you would see like, like a security camera angle right. or something it's like that. Such a, a weird movie. Yeah. So after that, Gary storms out. He joins Ted and Dolly in the living room where Gary lays down and watches TV with headphones on. Dude, there's a lot of headphone use in this movie. There is. Because <laughs> the headphones actually had to be plugged into the television, kids. That's I mean, no Bluetooth here, guys. Right, you remember right. that? Gary, remember you, you youngins has, out there. He has these 70s style headphones plugged in the TV. 
has a cushion set up against the wall. It's against the you fireplace. He's done this a lot. Right. Yeah, he done this, this. This is his thing. This is standard Gary motion right here. <laughs> this is this is what Gary does. Yeah. Uh, so shortly, Kathy comes in shortly after. She sits next to Sarah on the couch. The violin music continues to play as Kathy stares at Sarah just with her stinker. Like, just, just staring, staring daggers. Straight staring at her. Just, <laughs> like, my, I don't think she even blinks. Like, I think she just stares at Sarah. <laughs> bitch, who told you you could sit on this couch? Yeah, exactly. You know, just that stare. <laughs> Better get your ass on the floor. <laughs> Did I say you could sit here? <laughs> so, um... This, this this Kathy stink guy seems to ca- cause Sarah he- give Sarah a headache because she starts like rubbing her forehead and like squinting her eyes real tight and she's like not nah, you can tell she's uncomfortable. Uh, now we cut to Uncle Pete, who has somehow managed to crash his truck into a ditch. Uh, Pete's on the CB radio. Mayday, mayday. Right, yeah, he's like Red Baron the Lone Painter. This is an emergency. Red Baron the Lone Painter. Mayday, mayday. Uh, Pete gets out of his truck and we start to hear like Darth Vader like breathing. Yeah, it's basically exactly <laughs> it's about. Fucking, it is. So and, Darth Vader's creeping up on yeah, him. Yeah, Darth Vader's creeping up. Uh, as Pete, Pete tries to shake his truck free and the way Pete tries to free his truck again had me laughing. <laughs> he like sits down. He sits down next to the rear, the rear wheel and he starts pulling on like the wheel well, like the the, the very yeah. arch top part of the wheel well, like he's trying to pull I it towards him. I don't them. understand what he's trying to do. Exactly, like are you trying to pull the truck towards on top you? of you? Exactly, because it's at an angle. Like the only thing you're gonna do is you're gonna it's pull the truck crushed. down on top of you. Like what are you doing? <laughs> so it, it looks absolutely ridiculous, and I, I'm laughing at this guy. Anyway, he finally hears the Darth Vader breathing and turns around, and what he sees obviously terrifies him. But he never screams or even tries to scramble, scramble away or get away. Yeah, he just kind of sits there and goes, he just, he, he, he freezes, lays, he opens lays his back. mouth like he's going to scream, but doesn't scream. He, 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 just, he even like lays back like he's lounging on the ground like, what's up, girl? Like, what up? And, uh, <laughs> Darth, we doing this? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, yeah. kind of, he, that's the, the body posture he has. The facial expression, his mouth is agape. Uh, the camera zooms on his face and then it's just a fast cut to black. And then right back to Pete, who's now dead with his neck now cut open. Uh, and it's a really shitty looking effect. Yeah. The blood in this movie is awful. It looks really cheap. We go back to Sarah, who's breathing a little harder. She's still getting a stink eye stare from Kathy after all. <laughs> uh, she gets up to leave the room, rightfully so. Sarah's like, "Sure, I'm out of here, man." I don't... Uh, she goes back to her bedroom where bells begin to chime for some reason as she gets back into bed. These fucking musical choices are so strange. It's so odd. So Baby strange. crying, bells chiming, yeah. violent. It's the weirdest <laughs> fucking sound effect choices I've ever heard for a movie. Uh, now we cut to some other house, some all new house where some older woman is t- talking to her sick husband in the bedroom. Uh, I love that this couple has a full on. Water bed. Water bed. Like, not, like the, the, the non-wave control. I mean, this thing is like the goddamn ocean, man. Ride that wave, baby. Ride those waves. Uh, and what makes it even better is the man is wearing his old trucker hat with a flannel robe when he gets into bed. Like, I've never seen anyone wear a robe into bed with a trucker cat. Like, I've, people wear robes all the time, but I've never seen anybody get into bed, pull these sheets up like they're going to sleep. We're still wearing a robe and a trucker hat. Darn tootin', buddy. <laughs> so uh, Obviously, you've never been to Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I guess not. I've not <laughs> been to World Wars. Uh So they bicker and banter for a bit about how she doesn't want him to go out hunting tomorrow. Uh, he tells her to make go make me some tea and bring the dog in from outside. And so, like a good little domesticated woman, off yeah, she oh, goes. It's, 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 
<laughs> it's definitely dated. It's so dated. Uh, uh, the dog comes in. It's actually a really pretty Siberian husky. I like the dog. Dog's cute. Named Chuki. Uh, we get a quick cut back to Sarah, who is in bed. Her body's shaking. Uh, outside the couple's house, we see a shadow appear along the like elongate shell like, pass over the house as we hear the Darth Vader breathing some more. Uh, the woman re-enters the bedroom, places a tea tray on the waterbed, which seems like a really bad, bad idea. idea. But Very hey, bad. I was surprised it didn't spill. It did, I kept waiting for it. To, I kept watching that tea like, is that going to spill? Well, you can tell they're old pros. <laughs> they know the way that motherfucker waves. Yes. Um, so, and then the man's like, hey, what? where's my orange juice? Where's my orange juice, woman? <laughs> which is also weird to me because, like, first he, he asked for tea. And she even asked him, is there anything else? Yeah. And he goes, just the tea. Just the tea. Like, where's, where's my, my orange juice? juice? And also, who... I understand like one or the other, but I've never who drinks tea and, and orange, orange juice, juice together. That's like an odd combination to this me. This is a guy who also gets in the bed with a robe and a trucker's truck cap on. That's true. Uh, the wife gets back up, goes back to the kitchen. She's muttering, "There's a motherfucker." Razz -a, razz -a, razz -a. Uh, we <laughs> we get some shots of the man being watched through his bedroom window as Sarah continues to shake and gyrate in her bed, and she looks like she's getting kind of now, horned up. Yeah, we're getting there. She's getting a little worked up. Uh, the wife makes makes her husband some orange juice. Notice how I use the word make. Because that is literally what she does. It is. It's. It's basically there's one more weird ass thing about this movie. It's fucking tang. It's tang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's powdered orange juice, and it's not like orange in the car. It's powdered shit that you send up a tang for astronauts. It's basically tang. <laughs> she mixes it with water in a spoon, and it's like, all right, here you go. <laughs> it's gotta be the worst tasting thing I've ever. That's gotta be awful. It seems so unappealing. I can't believe it tasting good at all. So. The wife hears the breathing, the Darth Vader breathing behind her. She turns around, and again, she doesn't scream in she fear scream or anything. It, but she also has that shock look on her yeah. face, but doesn't scream. Doesn't even, doesn't do anything. All she does is drop the Porky the Pig cup of orange juice, yeah. or Tang, and uh, she gets stabbed through the chest or the stomach or something. <laughs> With the katana. With the katana. Uh, now we see Sarah, who has gone from shaking to having a full-on like orgasmic reaction. Her pelvis thrusting is through the roof. It's pretty hot. <laughs> Complete with moans of play. I actually put that. It's actually pretty hot. In my notes. <laughs> like, like, oh, damn. I started getting a little turned on. Like, oh, it's like, shit. Shit. All right. right. Uh, Turn the lights down a Yeah, bit. like, all right. Let's uh, grab that uh, loop bottle over there. My, and the, the old flashlight. Let's go. <laughs> you took it to another level, I baby. Did. I should have I gone that far. Yeah. I should have gone that far. <laughs> um. So after the wife dies, Sarah's body starts to relax a bit. Starts she starts coming down. <sighs> the husband's curled up, curled up in bed with his dog. Like he's spooning his dog. Like it's, I think he. This is the guy who treats his dog better than the wife. Obviously. Yeah, he's, he's just you know <laughs> he's like spooning the dog, reading his paper. He calls out for the wife, not getting any answers. He gets out of bed to go find his wife, finds her dead in the kitchen. Sarah begins to have another orgasm. She's starting to get worked up again. Worked up again as the man gets chased. Through his house by the still unseen. We haven't seen the killer. Yeah, we haven't seen the killer. No. We see the, you know. We the see blade. shadows yeah. and a blade. Uh, now, the movie goes into super slow motion as the man runs down a hallway. It's so, it's like the weirdest spot to do slow motion. This it, guy's in his late 50s. He's not running fast anyway. No. So it seems to take forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you need slow motion there's, there. There's nothing entertaining about watching a 50-something-year-old man, like, run in his pajamas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Uh, he ran towards the window. He launches himself. That was pretty badass, though. Awesome. I love. I know it's fucking awesome. He launches himself head first through the window, lands on the grass, does like a small roll, gets up, and then runs off Keeps into on the woods. Going. I Just gotta give doesn't him, stop. This old bastard. I gotta give him credit. It was pretty awesome. It like, was. Why are we watching this guy running slow motion? Oh! The, the ju- that crash of the window should have been in slow motion, yeah. man. And I love it because he does go. Before he goes to the window, he gives like a battle cry yeah! <laughs> and smashes through the window loved it and they show the holes like he lands with a pretty big yeah, thud, thud but rolls with it I don't think this was a stunt man no. I, don't think I think it was like dude you're going through the window <laughs> he's like alright whatever make it work uh, and what makes it even better the whole time the crash the run the crash the roll on the lawn the trucker hat doesn't move once yeah! <laughs> Doesn't move at all. Uh, so we cut to this man running through a giant hayfield barn, and then he gets into his van and drives away. We go back to like the family house where the, our main yeah. family is at. Everyone's still sitting around, hanging out in the living room. They're still setting up a Monopoly Play game. Play Monopoly and reading. They haven't even started. They're still like setting up. Who knows? Uh, the man drives to a gas station where he tries to look for help. Somehow the killer has beaten him to the gas station. Yeah, he, the killer like steps around the corner and he's in shock. Like he we just, see, it's like one shot. We see them yeah. drive up, get out of the van, run to the gas station, look inside, call for help, and the killer like already there coming around the side of the building. I'm like, whoa, what? And that's the the trucker guy is in shock. Yeah. Like, whoa. And but and we see the killer doesn't really seem to be in any hurry to kill this guy because he easily just lets the man back into his van and drive off again. Uh, so. And also, the, we also know the killer, I think, has flashlight or headlights for eyes. Because yeah, the light yeah. is, is oh, so yeah. bad. It's like he's, it's just the light, like a big old floodlight <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> it's awful. It's so bad. I forgot about that, but yeah. But um, the man drives down the road as Sarah continues to thrust around in bed. <laughs> she gets the air hump. Uh, she is air humping away. Uh, the van runs out of gas. Kathy has now begun to tremble and shake as well downstairs in the living room. Uh, Ted and Dolly start attending to her. What's wrong, Mom? Yeah. She's shaking, quaking. Uh, back to the man who is now just running down the road. Sarah's mowing. Pelvic thrusts are getting more intense. The man runs up to the family's house. He trips yeah, he- on the front lawn. We see our killer enter interview, and that's what we see. Full-blown ancient samurai, samurai warrior. Like, yeah. full-on warrior at this point. The samurai raises his long bow, which yeah. he has now. It's not, not the, the katana. It's not the compound bow that we've seen no. them use for hunting. It's a straight up long it's a straight bow, up samurai, samurai yeah. bow and arrow. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, full long bow. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 the, the man the begs, pounding like, on the no, door. No, please don't. He's begging, pounding the door. The he, samurai lets the arrow go. It's him right in the back, which causes Sarah to gasp gasp out in orgasmic bliss. Boom! She's like, ah! <laughs> uh, Ted, Dolly, Gary, and Kathy hear the man screams. So Ted and Gary pop up, rush outside to see what's going on. They open the kit, the back kitchen door that leads to the porch, and they see the man's body has crashed through the outside glass door and is being propped up like a wooden crossbeam in the door, like his head in a all broken bloody. Pain. Yeah. He's dead. Uh, the, again, the face is all covered in cheap blood. Dolly begins screaming from the back, back in the living room. Ted rushes back to her to check on Dolly. And that's when the house goes fucking insane. Holy shit. The fireplace starts like roaring, going to fire spitting, the fire going crazy. spitting out. Windows are opening and closing. Dolly runs out of the room. Ted chases after her. Kathy, she just sits there on the couch. <laughs> she don't care. 
Uh, cut to Gary in the kitchen where all hell is breaking loose. Pots and pans are ha- hanging on the racks are beginning to shake. Cabinet doors are opening, opening and closing. closing. The food is starting to flutter around. Gary tries to run out of the room, but the door slams shut, locking him in. Lights are going on and off. Gary's yelling out for Kathy. Kathy! Kathy, open the door! The phone fucking catches on fire David Carradine still sitting on the couch, eyes wide open. In the kitchen, it's getting crazier. As Aaron said, everything in the kitchen is shaking. Pots and pans are flying off hooks. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Gary's hand glows red like it's on yeah. fire. What? What's that about? I don't fucking know. The phone on the wall spontaneously erupts into flames. All the food in the pantry, the cabinets, and the fridge start flying out and pelting Gary. It's like just like the scene from, like, Tourist Trap and 976 Evil 2. Yes. And I fucking love this scene. So it's so goddamn insane. What makes it even more incredible are the cheesy sound effects and music that are going along with it. And I also love the goddamn product placement. Yes, the entire scene is also accompanied by a quickening heartbeat going bump 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 bump. And every time a food item launches itself at Gary, we get a pew pew sound effect. Pew 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 pew. It's fucking awesome. Here comes quick. Pew! Yeah, here comes the a box tab. of flying Nestle Quick and the flying uh, Pepsi and Tab <laughs> soda cans are going anywhere. Gary's barely able to dodge the, the set of He's knives that come flying at him. He's back and forth. But he doesn't have so much luck in dodging the soda cans, which I'm pretty sure hit him in the balls. In the head. Like, one's in the balls, one in the head, and then Gary drops. Goes cross-eyed. He drops. The way he drops the floor is the best. Like, it's going to be hard to describe, but okay, so... He, his whole he goes cross his whole body goes like stiff and rigid and, like, and he does like twists. a quarter turn like a half a turn or a little bit of a spin and just falls down like a complete <laughs> stiff like stiff as a board it's so weird and the look on his face is hilarious it's like the, it's the best it's fucking awesome so Ted's chasing after Dolly now who's screaming I don't want to die I don't want to die <laughs> But then Ted, and again, everything's going crazy. Everything's, Lights are nuts. going on and off. Channels are changing. But then all of a sudden, Ted is suddenly outside Sarah's room, yelling for her to open the door. Now only the, but now the door to the guest room is glowing blue. Glowing blue. Glowing blue, like a dead Jedi. Glowing blue <laughs> makes the whole hallway glow blue as well. And like I said, my God, the special effects are truly atrocious. I, when I say special effects, quote unquote, I mean they are. Special, like <laughs> short bus special, <laughs> and again, but I fucking love it. Love it every minute. Ted picks up something that looks like either a golf, a golf club, club or it's a fire poker it's a or something. Golf club. Okay, where I don't know where that came from. Well, actually, I'll tell you probably where that came from. In the guest room where Sarah's staying, there's like four or five <laughs> golf club trophies or golf trophies well, on the yeah, table. There a bunch of, there's so much weird shit in that <laughs> room. So many... There's like trophies, and there's like a weird like Buddha, and then there's like right. a flower thing, and then there's but, like it's the weirdest collection of but golf trophies <laughs> in real, yeah. <laughs> So I'm guessing someone's an avid golfer. I, fuck it, I don't know, man. Well, so so yeah, he, okay. So it's a golf club. I don't know how he got it. Anyway, he uses it to try to push the door, the bedroom door open. But when he does, he gets shocked by blue electricity, <laughs> which holy shit looks so damn bad. It's awesome. I couldn't stop laughing. I'm laughing out loud at this point. It was fucking great. loving it. And what makes it even better is that well, I'm I'm watching it with the subtitles on. Keep that in mind. So when he gets zapped. We hear this weird sound effect, which is displayed in subtitles as mystical boinging. <laughs> <laughs> mystical boinging. Yeah. Oh. I'm dying laughing. Ted try- he drops to the floor after getting zapped, then crawls backwards over to Dolly as they sit in the corner of the hallway, 
staring at the glowing bedroom door. And that's when the blue glowing arm of the samurai smashes through the nearby window with the katana. Dolly and Ted run away. Dolly tries to hide in a closet, but Ted grabs her and he's like, she's trying to pull her, like, no, we got don't we gotta go, don't get in there. Yeah. And he's like, we gotta get out of the house. But the door slams, slams closed, in. hitting Ted in the ass, which sends him flying into the closet, landing on top of Dolly, <laughs> and locks them both into the closet. Like this is like now we're getting like Looney Tune type yeah. shit here. <laughs> More shots of the house going bonkers. Windows opening, closing, lights going on and off. The Christmas tree shaking and flashing. Kathy's now standing in the middle of the living room, just shaking, hands down to her sides with the palms up. And the next few minutes are so unworldly amazing that it's going to be truly hard to describe this and do it justice. So just listen to what this clip of, of Kathy, Kathy's reactions to the house going absolutely batshit crazy. As it stands and she's getting like a 360 spin shot of her. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that part. Enjoy this. Who are you? What do you want here? going on i know it's amazing <laughs> this is, it's <laughs> we got well who are you what do you want bum, 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 bum. let me out of here oh god oh god let me out of here it's madness <laughs> it's utter insanity it's so great this whole scene goes on for like 10 minutes and i love every fucking second of it but all right so during that scene, it's kathy standing in the living room shaking the samurai at one point he's trying to stab ted through the closet door uh, that's when you hear Dolly and everybody screaming. Uh, the entire we also see the we get an outside shot of the house where the entire house is covered by like a blue, blue glowing light. bubble or dome or something like that. And there's like lightning flashing, and the cream of the crop is Kathy now suddenly becomes a fucking superhero because her hands Start begin glowing glow. and radiate red energy. Like red stars or yeah, something. It's like red energy, like radioactive energy is coming out of her hands. It's fucking unbelievable. So all the crazy ass shit just stops out of the blue. 
I mean, Ted and Dolly are released from the closet, but Dolly refuses to leave. She's like, I'm not going out there. Kathy finds Gary bloody and unconscious on the kitchen floor. <laughs> Gary got fucked up. <laughs> uh, Ted enters. They try to. They wake up Gary. Gary and Ted both demand to know what's happening, what's going on. <laughs> Gary, so. Gary got your ass kicked by Pepsi and Tab. <laughs> <Pepsi>. <laughs> um, so, again, Kathy tells him, I can't tell you anything. Uh, you won't understand. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, fuck like, this bitch. Like, like, bitch. Are you kidding me? Okay. Do you know what? I just saw a glowing fucking Thank blue you. samurai stab me through the door. Gary got his ass kicked by groceries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Try me, bitch. That's exactly what I said. Like, everything that just went down, what they just experienced. Like, I'm the pretty sure, shit. I'm pretty sure they can handle anything now. Like, nothing's going to beat that. Right. So, like, you might as well just come clean with whatever craziness you got. Like, what an asshole. What a bitch. Like, oh, you won't understand. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, Gary, you're dodging a bullet with her saying no. Oh, my uh, God. So, uh, yeah. So, Kathy Rambles on now saying some bullshit like, I can't tell you. Ted, I'm a mother. I love you and Dolly. I love you and Dolly more than anything in this world. You know I wouldn't do something like this. Ted, you know. He wouldn't take me away from you, and he would never take you and Dolly away from me. What? What the fuck is she talking about? What is she saying? Like, I, what's, what? I can't even. We're missing something here. Like, first of all, you know, I wouldn't do something. Like, no one's blaming her. Like, she, right. is she, like, are like, you, the, make are yourself, you the blue Yeah, like, are yeah. you, no one's accusing you of doing this. Like, they're concerned. Like, no, that never was even a thought. But she's like, I wouldn't do this. <laughs> I didn't do it. Well, now you sound like you are the one yeah, doing it. No trying to cover your tracks. Like, what is happening? You sound awful guilty now. Like, and who's trying to take, who's, who are you talking about? Who's taking you away or taking them away and. Oh, fucking it. Anyway, Ted gets a look of shock over his face and just starts saying, Mama, you don't mean. Mama, it can't you don't be. mean. Mama, you don't mean. You don't mean. It just goes over and over, over and over, over again. And I'm like waiting for the. Yeah. Something. Somebody. Nope. Something. No, nope. nope. never. And we just cut to Gary in bed with his head bandaged up. Kathy sits next to him and says he can't. And Gary's like, I can't believe what happened. And then he just passes out again. She fucking Jedi mind tricks him or something. <laughs> I think so. She like, like touches like, his sleep. head and he's like, Bleh. he's like passes <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, so Ted and Kathy are now comforting and consoling Dolly, Dolly who's in her bed, uh, whose bed is just like a mattress on the floor. By the way, <laughs> it's just like throw it down there. Who cares? Got to spend the money on the paint supplies. Sorry. Yeah, Dolly. I guess all those paint supplies and the brushes. <laughs> Uh, next we see Ted spying on Sarah, she who's sound asleep. She tricks her, too. She, she's, she's freaking out, and she's like, sleep. <laughs> well, Sarah was you. fine. Sarah's been in bed this no, whole Dolly. time. Oh, Dolly. Dolly. She's yeah. her, too. Um, so, yeah, Sarah sounds in her bed. So, Ted, like... Like you know, a gentleman. Like a gentleman. He enters the room, strips out of his clothes, just gets strips it all down, gets in the bed with her, and immediately starts, starts trying to make, her. Starts making out with her. And I'm like, really? After everything that just happened, the dead guy at your door, your house is getting fucking possessed and going full-blown poltergeist, your mother's speaking gibberish, and now you decide it's a good time to get your dick wet? Like, what is wrong with Ted? What the hell is going on? This is he's a man on a mission. He's determined. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to pound that pussy if it kills me. I might not live another night. I, I might not. So maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe. Ted, go for it, Go dude. for it, buddy. After everything you deserve. Okay? <laughs> God damn. So now we... Shit. <laughs> now we cut to the samurai wandering through the woods. Yeah. 
And he comes across a group of three people that look like either homeless dudes camping, which, and one of them is playing a harmonica. Very badly. Very badly. Uh, they might be hunters, but honestly, they look more like they're just homeless they dudes. They look like a bunch of hobos. Yeah, they look like, can, like a can of beans yeah, around the campfire. It really does. Like, they should have like their bindle on the stick right. or something like that. Um, so, meanwhile, now Ted is continuing to force himself on a Sarah, who, again, just like, all right, whatever, let's go. It goes along she, with she, it. She, Jesus Christ. It's just easier by this point I to guess go so. along. It's like, fuck it. I guess it's, it's just easier. easier to go along. <laughs> just so give bad. him what he wants. Just give it up. Just move. It's yeah. just easier this way. <laughs> Don't fight it anymore. She's just giving up. Like She's like, she's just giving up on life, I think, at this point. She's like, whatever. Uh, but but you think that, but she then actually gets on top of him, and they continue to go at it. So the next few minutes are just filled with back and forth shots of the samurai walking around the woods. And, 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 like, circling around the campers. And then Ted and Sarah fucking. Camper one, he gets up to go piss. He instantly gets attacked by a samurai, which causes a Sarah to arch her back in, like, arch back in pleasure. And this is the loudest she ever, oh! She's like, oh! <laughs> she gets, like, oh. she just, there's, there's orgasm number one. There's, yeah, that's one. Orgasm one. Uh, and again, Thanks to the uh, closed caption, more mystical boing you know, sound effects. <laughs> I shit you not. Uh, mystical boing. <laughs> that's the best. The peen guy stumbles back to camp, falls down dead next to his two buddies. Uh, the two of them look up to see the blue glowing samurai. The harmonica player runs off while the other guy grabs a flaming log from the fire and squares off with the samurai. This does not go well for him. No, as he's, it does not. Instantly sliced down, like instantaneously, giving Sarah another orgasm. Which pans back to Sarah. Oh! <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the harmonica player has come back now and tries to attack the samurai, but he too is instantly killed. Like there is no buildup or like fun no. suspense. They're just slice, slice, slice. They're dead, dead, dead. Rapid no, fire, death. No, no putting up a fight at Nothing. all. Nothing. Uh, no cinematic death scenes here. Um, but death, death number and, three, and then this, and he's killed, and then the samurai continues to stab repeatedly uh, at dead guy number Hacking three. Away at him, and each stab from the samurai sword gives Sarah more orgasm. Oh, oh, oh. to the point that she basically falls on practically unconscious on top of Ted. She's orgasmed out, and Ted must be sitting there going, "I'm the fucking man." That's exactly what I was gonna say. She's, he's probably thinking, "Fuck yeah, man." Like I gotta be, he's gonna be telling all of his friends about that the this next day. This is the magic stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Marshall's choking on his beer. <laughs> I about to spit the beer out all over my computer. <laughs> poor, poor oh. Ted. Little does he know. Little does he know <laughs> these orgasms are coming long distance <laughs> from out in the woods via Samurai <laughs> Express. <laughs> so we fade out and in on the next morning. It's a foggy, peaceful morning, and we see Gary loading up the dead guy's body into the back of his truck. Which like being gentle, he's like patting him on the face. Like, there you go, there you go, big guy. We got you nice and tucked in. <laughs> There's a sheet over him. It's all bloody. Like it's like one little blood spot. <laughs> he's like patting him on the feet. Yeah. Uh, he he gets in the truck, but now the truck won't start. So he shouts to Kathy that he's going to take the horse. He's like, I'm going to take the horse. Ted exits the house with a rifle. Goes off somewhere on foot. Meanwhile, Dolly enters Kathy's studio. This does not please Kathy, who tells Dolly that she said she didn't. You, you could have come. I didn't, I say, didn't you, say you could come in here. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Like, you can't come in here. 
And then Kathy Golden's like, I know what you came for. And Dolly, I wish I would have recorded this scene. I, God damn, I wish I would have recorded this one. Because now Kathy goes on to say, or Dolly says, no, not this time, Mom. We made a mistake. And then Dolly starts to cringe and says, stop it. Stop it. Don't you come into my mind. Get out of my mind, Don't try Mom. to come into my mind. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Whoa, what? Psychic so Dolly, Yeah, Dolly now knows her mother has psychic powers and her mom has invaded her daughter's mind in the past. She's doing like some Professor X shit yeah, Exactly. Here. It's like, and first of all, this has never once been discussed or mentioned in the movie at all until now. Like, there's no, like... And, and also, but the look on Kathy's face while she's trying to penetrate Dolly's mind is pretty fucking funny. It is. She looks like she's about to, like, I don't know, pass a shit or something like that. Like, like, it's the weirdest, oddest look of trying to do like, penetrate mentally somebody's mind. Um, but like I said, this rest of the scene is so fucking bonkers, and it's pretty much all visual. But what my guess is that happens is Dolly starts fighting back against Kathy with her own psychic powers. And the two of them are going back and forth. Are having, locked in psychic battle. They're having a battle of the minds. <laughs> what? I mean, what the shit is happening? Why are we getting a special effects here? I know. Like, why aren't they like blue go go? Mystical boy. And they're just like, like just looking, like kind of giving each other sneak guy back and forth. And occasionally, like Dolly will go, oh. Like she got punched. It's so weird it's so unbelievably weird i think kathy's head then just drops yeah and kathy so eventually the psychic battle ends kathy's head just yeah they both kind of like collapse like oh so exhausting (laughs) kathy gets up and hugs dolly and says she's sorry dolly tells kathy that she needs to tell ted like mom you have to tell ted and kathy says she can't that it's up to you now dolly what? what? Again, what? Nothing. We don't know anything that's going on here. What is Things, going on? The audience should be knowing some of this shit. Right now. We don't know nothing. Shit. First, like First of all, the guy earlier in the scene says, no, not again. We made a mistake. What, what? mistake? What What did you do? Like, what mistake did they make in the past? Did they, did they scare off some other previous girlfriend of Ted's? It's like, what's going on? And now it's like, it's up to Dolly to tell Ted some, some horrible news that Mama can't like what? What? Oh, uh, oh Jesus! But Dolly obliges. She's like, she's like okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, she goes stomping off in the woods yeah, after she, Ted. Yeah, she's Ted, like, Ted, Ted, Ted. <laughs> she's like Ted. I got Ted. Ted. <laughs> she's like a little sister, like a broken record little sister move. <laughs> yeah. Ted, Ted, where you at, Ted? Ted, come on, come back. This isn't funny. <laughs> And we cut to Gary, who's galloping across the plains of Wisconsin in horseback. In slow motion! Like, in full-on gallop. He's like, oh. like you know, dun, 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 like, like, like Lone Ranger music or something should be playing what here. What's going on? <laughs> and he's also dressed like a cowboy. Yeah, he's, he's got, got like, jeans, cowboy boots, a hat, vest. I mean, he's straight-up cowboy-esque looking, too. Um, and now the film, again, switches to this weird negative image-colored filter. Which makes it pretty much impossible to see what's going on. It's, it's... Uh, so we cut to Ted sitting up against a fallen tree in the woods, crying now for some reason. Basically, it's special needs predator vision. That's exactly... <laughs> I actually had that in my notes later. I, I wrote that same thing. It's special needs predator. Um, so... Man, uh, we're on a wavelength here. <laughs> we are today. Maybe we're having a psychic connection. <laughs> Who <are>. knows? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's sitting up against a fall, uh, fallen tree crying. 
Uh, more shots of Gary on horseback. More weird Slow motion galloping. More weird negative colored filter with bizarre music. Yeah, which I guess is supposed to be Dolly walking through the woods looking for Ted, but like I said, it's nearly impossible to see what you're looking at. Uh, but that's when we kind of figure you kind of get the idea that this is the fucked up filter is supposed to be the samurai's vision, retarded predator, <laughs> special vision. needs, special predator needs predator. Vision. Yeah, uh, the samurai comes face to face with Dolly, and he says. Come with me. But the samurai's voice is the effect they I'm do so is so I'm so glad you weird. had it in closed caption because yeah. I was like, I'm guessing he's saying something. Yeah, I have again, no like, idea. If it's not for a close, you would never know that there's no. actually he's actually saying something to these sound, people. It's, I mean, it sounds like it could be words, but you can't Yeah, he's, he says, come to me. Um, and he reaches out a blue glowing hand. She screams, runs away. Ted hears the scream, gets up, races off to find Dolly. Cut to Gary, who's now back home. Yeah. So he rode his horse. Is for, a fucking mystery to me. For a joy, I don't know. For a joyride. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Okay. So what? I don't know what the point of this horseback riding scene is at all. Because like I said, did he just go for a joy, a pleasure ride or something? Because before he got on the horse in the first place, we we see him loading up the dead body so in the truck. My guess is he'd go to town, tell exactly. the sheriff. That's ex- again exactly yeah. where I wrote my notes. Like, I'm going to take the body into the sheriff. Right. We got to report this. Whatever, or I'm gonna take the bike to the hospital. So one would think he's going sure. to do something good, re- deliver the news. But all we see then is Gary riding across some field, and then he's suddenly back home, back in the house. And keep in mind, only about two to five minutes has passed from time he left in the first place to the time he gets back. So he didn't go to see any to tell the sheriff anything. He just went for a fucking joyride, joy <laughs> like a scenic view of the countryside. Like what the hell? In slow motion. <laughs> So, anyway, he, too, hears Dolly scream, so he runs off into the woods now. He grabs an axe and runs yes, off into the woods. Yes, thank you. He grabs his wood chopping axe first. Next, the next several scenes are, are Gary and Ted running around shouting for Dolly. Eventually, the two of them find Dolly, but so does the samurai. Gary tells Ted to shoot it, but Ted shoot only has issues with his rifle. He's it's jammed or something. Yeah. He, can't, he can't get the shot off. Uh, Dolly runs off again. Gary grabs the rifle from Ted, but the samurai disappears. Poof. Just gone. Uh, so now it's back to chasing after Dolly again. The two of them are running more, chasing Dolly through the woods. Uh, again, they find her on a log. The three of them hunkered down, trying hiding, to hide from the samurai. Hiding behind this big log. Fallen and, tree and, log, yeah. yeah just, and and the, the samurai is coming their way. Yes. They hear the leaves rustling and the bre- Darth Vader breathing. And Gary's making crazy fucking faces. He is. Point. And he's, I'm, they're insane he's, faces. It looks like he's like trying to like hold a lemon in his mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. It's so weird. Uh, so axe in hand, Gary lunges out from the highest spot and chops into the samurai. Another mystical boiling sound, and the samurai armor falls limp into a pile on the ground. Just a pile of armor. It's like it's like Obi Wan's robe right. that he gets struck down by Darth Perfect. Vader. Perfect. Yeah, exactly Just like that. Gone. Uh, confused, the three of them poke the armor with a stick. Uh, Dolly starts saying, "Mom was right." Over and over again, she said, "Mom was right." Mom was Mom right. Was right. Mom was right about what? what? Yeah, the movie? She says, oh, by the way, we're going to get attacked by a fucking killer samurai ghost. <laughs> what the fuck? Never does it never even come up. God damn what it. What the fuck? Someone is- tell me what's going on. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the, inten- like the audience is intentionally left out of the loop. Yes. So that's like the worst yes. filmmaking. Yes. The audience has some clue to what's going on, but not, it's like all the characters like have on their own little world. <laughs> like, I, fuck the audience. Everyone's in on it except for us. <laughs> except for us. <laughs> It's the worst way to tell a story. 
<laughs> Bet you sure wish you knew about this. <laughs> yes, yeah, we you ain't gonna find out. You ain't gonna. <laughs> so we fade to black. We fade in on Kathy's painting. Uh, the music uh, being played here is like this old chorus, like monk chanting music yes! at this point. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's the so Gregorian weird. monks yeah. or something. <laughs> now painted the samurai warrior we see ted dolly and gary walking back to the house carrying the armor while sarah sits uh on the bed in her room gary starts banging on the studio door telling kathy that they got it they got the maniac (laughs) the maniac maniac. there's no body you got what maniac (laughs) that is such a good old boy thing to say we got the maniac Kathy opens the door, sees the armor, tells him to burn it, burn it all, and then just slams the door on his face. Looks at the armor, looks like, burn it, burn it all, slam. That poor son of a poor, bitch. I know, like, Gary, why are you putting it up? It's not like she's like fucking Claudia Schiffer for her age. No. She's, she looks like a fucking dude. She looks like Leonard Nimoy and yeah. Gaby Carradine. <laughs> You could do better. You could. The horse you're riding is more attractive than she is. Why are you putting up with this, Gary? Why are you putting up with this? Unless she's oh. secretly like a millionaire that you're just trying to latch on to for, the, for that inheritance. Oh. But God damn it. So, but Gary is kind of attached to the armor. He's like, but, yeah. but, but. <laughs> Ted tells Dolly to go back to bed. Dolly also tells Gary to burn it, that it's evil. And that's when Gary's like, I can't because it's too important. <laughs> and he has to take it to the police first. I'm like, oh my God, are we going to see like a, like a, like a, the, the one ring to rule? Is the, the yeah. armor going to start taking over Gary oh, now? He's like, Gary becomes my precious. <laughs> Gary becomes the samurai. Samurai cowboy warrior. <laughs> I would fucking love to see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be the way to go. Oh my God. I'd oh. love to see that. So. <laughs> and then. After Gary says. I can't. It's too important. I need to take it to the police. Dolly replies. Gary. Bring me some candy bars on your way back. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't do it. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> She suddenly reverts to like a nine-year-old. I know, like, talk about like, the biggest flip of emotion and personality. Burn it, Gary, burn it. She's Can you bring me some ice and candy? She's huddled up in bed, like the covers pulled up to her neck, shivering in fear. like, burn it, it's evil, crying. Like, oh, bring me some candy. <laughs> He's like, okay, darling, you got it. it. Does. He sets the armor he down. Smiles and nods. I will. <laughs> sets the armor down and looks for candy. He goes for candy. Oh. oh God, I'm getting a stomach cramp from happening. I stitch in my side. Uh, Sarah gets up from the bed, walks over to the dresser, moves this jar that's just sitting there, and under the jar she sees a picture of the young girl we've seen in the flashbacks a few Who's, times. Who cuts her finger on the katana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seeing this causes Sarah, Sarah's hand to start shaking and trembling now. The picture catches on fire. Just bursts into flames. Uh, yeah, just bursts into flames. Ted enters. 
And seeing what happens has this look of what the fuck on his face. And that's probably the one thing that makes sense in this whole movie. That's the one real <laughs> thing. You just walk in and see a fire. Somebody like Fontaine set a picture up for like, what the fuck? Right. That's proper. <laughs> Everything else, nothing makes no. sense. Um, so now, like, it isn't wacky enough as it is. This movie gets even wackier oh. from here on out, and it's fucking great. Sarah looks at Ted like a little kid who got her caught with her hand stuck in the cookie jar. Right. Ted slowly approaches Sarah. Sarah backs away and backs herself up against the wall. And she looks terrified of Ted, which is odd because she, he's showing no signs of aggression <laughs> no. or anger. He's just he's like, looked, Sarah. He's like, yeah. he's so, he looks more confused yeah. and concerned than anger or anything like that. Uh, but Ted continues to slowly approach her again. Maybe not- she's like, I don't want to go to Pound Town. I don't want to get fucked anymore. <laughs> don't make out with me anymore. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> so again, he's not angry, but he, he's confused, concerned. Uh, Sarah's pinned up against the wall. She raises her hands up, palms facing up, and a field of blue glowing energy erupts around her hands. Ted gets frozen in place. And then he too is engulfed in blue, blue. glow and a blue glowing bubble. <laughs> he looks fucking frozen. <laughs> frozen, yeah. He begins to shake and tremble now. The shaking becomes more intense. And then Ted gets magically thrown across the room and up against the open door. The impact knocks him unconscious. <laughs> Sarah just steps over him and leaves the room. Shows no concern at this point. She's like, whatever, I'm out. Nope, I just suddenly got blue glow powers. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I got magic powers Smash now. Smash my boyfriend against the wall. Fuck it, I'm Fuck out. It. <laughs> so Gary now is seen running back to his horse, and Kathy starts to hear odd whispering sounds coming from behind a closed door. Kathy opens the door to find Sarah sitting by a window... <sighs> Fully dressed in the samurai armor. She's got the armor on. Complete with white and black face paint. Like kabuki style yes. face paint. <laughs> with her hair pulled back in a like knot. A, like, like a top knot almost. It's not quite a top knot, but pulled back. <laughs> As she dons the helmet. Yes. And we hear a weird voice say, yes, sister, do you remember me? And Kathy calmly and emotionally says, so, it is you. <laughs> Of course. Go to like a full on like shitty like kung fu dub movie now. So you want to fight me with your Wu Tang style? Here? <laughs> like, it's, what is... If that was a, that would have been fantastic. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> oh God, what was the one from the, the great one from the Jizzers uh, album? Uh, the little girl. My oh, father. when I was little, oh, yeah, <laughs> he was a sa- he, he was, was the a greatest samurai in the, the empire. empire, and the Shogun's decapitator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so then Kathy says, "So would you prefer dying this time? You chose hell. I took an oath." Sarah then like, dons the fucking samurai helmet like Darth Vader putting his helmet on, and turns to face Kathy. First of all, what? Who chose hell and I took Again, an oath? What oath? We're, what? We're out of the loop. We have no idea what's going on no, at this point. And, and at this point, don't even try. Just just throw in the towel, sit back and say, and just enjoy the wave of retardedness that washes over you. I'm going to watch it, a hippie artist funny. with psychic powers fight a samurai. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now, uh, as soon as Sarah turns to face Kathy, we start getting tons of... 
in terms of like old black and white film footage from World War II. World War II, like bombs and like Kamikaze guns going off and like the, the nuclear explosion. Yeah, the like, mushroom cloud. <laughs> like, what? what is going on? <laughs> this place is all over the place. It's insane. Uh, because, you know, samurai warriors were so prevalent in World War II. Because I'm pretty sure, isn't that how they won Pearl Harbor, right? They sent in the, 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 the samurai platoon. <laughs> sure. The yeah. samurai platoon took Pearl Harbor. Uh, Banzai! <laughs> Just paratrooping in. <laughs> so, <sighs> Samurai Sarah points the katana at Kathy. The sword scabbard flies off the katana towards Kathy, who but snatches it out of the air. Like a boss. It's flying at her, and she just goes, bah, bah, throws it down. <laughs> throws it down and saying, I know what you want, but you can't destroy me. Uh, <laughs> Samurai Sarah begins to walk towards Kathy, waving the katana around. Uh, Kathy backs away, saying, it won't work. It won't work. No. And then locks herself into her studio. <laughs> so, of course... She's saying all this with absolutely zero inflection in her voice. This deadpan. Gary is about to get back on his horse when there's a loud banging noise. Gary grabs at his head like he's in agony. Oh, God, I forgot about this. Drops to his knees in pain. (laughs) Again, facial expressions off the chart. Yeah. The studio door bursts open and in comes the samurai saying, Your time has arrived. Now... Here's the last clip I'm going to play because this shit is the, the showdown between Kathy and the samurai and, and her re- her fucking dialogue is ridiculous. You it's, got it out for Kathy, man. Kathy's awful. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but rightfully so. But it's, <laughs> all right. She deserves it. She does deserve it. Here's, enjoy this last clip. Okay, so yeah, like it's hard to understand. And really like, hard to understand. But that. that weird voice is, if you listen to it carefully, you can start making out what the samurai is saying, and they're going back and forth, talking about destroying each other. You can't destroy me. You can't destroy me. No. <laughs> and at one point, he's like, your powers will protect you now. Don't resist. It's really fucking hard to understand. Uh, but like I said, at this point, Kathy's hands are glowing red again. All right, at the end. Of this. And also keep in mind, that if you don't have, like I said, if you don't have the subtitles on, there's no way you understand what's what's happening by um Sometimes, but what the samurai is saying. So the samurai at this point is saying it's impossible for Kathy to destroy him, but Kathy's powers seem to overwhelm the samurai who goes into his version like the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm melting bit at the end. Like <laughs> it's impossible. I melt. Like, <laughs> and he kind of like falls over or something shaking, like that, like losing his balance. Yeah, looking weakened. Uh, the pain in Gary's head has seems has stopped just enough for him to get up and race into the house. As even though it was playing in that clip, but you really know the famous classical music piece uh, Carmina Burana Ofertana plays, uh, and it's insane. The fact that they play this music from here on out is awesome. Like it just adds to the insanity of this movie. They play. So you know what I'm gonna do from here on out? I'm playing that fucking music <laughs> in the background. So enjoy that. So I'm just gonna cue that up. Down. Keep it down. <laughs> I will keep it down. <laughs> Uh, we see Ted, he comes to, he wakes up in the doorway where he was knocked unconscious. Um, Gary enters the studio, still clutching at his head, seeing the blue glowing samurai standing over Kathy. 
he pulls out his hunting knife to attack the samurai, but the pain in his head is too much, and uh, he, 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 he and he stumbles, he stumbles backwards. Back. He stumbles backwards, falls into some boxes. The samurai uses his Jedi powers to psychically launch the katana Dude. out of his own hands and impales it into Gary's stomach, killing him. <laughs> Gary's dead. He just—it's like he doesn't throw it. The samurai doesn't throw it. The samurai doesn't go for a stab. He just lets go, and he goes zoop, zoop, right, right across <laughs> and just into Gary. Gary's gone. Gary's dead. Um, so the, the samurai then pulls out his backup katana because he has sure. to. He's fully decked. He's armed out the ass. He stabs Kathy with his backup katana. Bam! Kathy's dead. Kathy is now dead. Kathy's dead. In comes Ted. He sees Gary uh, dead, then looks over, sees his mother dead. And for some known reason, his face seems to be, or her face, Kathy's face seems to be covered in frosted wheat checks. Yes! Like, what happened to her? Her face looks like it's half frozen. It's like (laughs) frosted rinds. Like, what? Yeah, she's just got, like, white dusty stuff all over her yeah. face. Like, what like, happened? Like, she was frozen. <laughs> Hit the Christian now. Let's, Hit the let's start building it. So, the uh, samurai turns his attention to Ted, who backs away from the samurai as he raises the katana above his head for the killing strike. Now, Dolly comes calmly into the room. <laughs> she looks just like she woke up from a nap or something. Like, hey, guys, where's my candy? Yeah. <laughs> she, she turns to look up to see the samurai. Then in unison, Dolly and Ted both raise their hands up, palms facing upwards. Faces shaking, Faces starting shaking. to sweat. Both of their hands begin to glow with red energy as their eyes go wide and bodies begin to shake. Dolly and Ted join hands as the shaking trembling goes up to a whole new level. The music swells. The music peaks. The samurai's blue glow seems to intensify. The energy around Dolly and Ted's hands turn blue now for some reason. The samurai gets psychically tossed back against the blue, against the wall. The hand energy goes back to red from blue. The samurai says, no, you can't do that. Cut to the outside of the house where we see the whole house as flashing red and glowing lights coming out every window. The sky is flashing in blue energy bursts, complete with lightning flashes. Kathy's painting the samurai erupts into fucking flames. flames. The, the music really climaxes here. There's the sound of a large explosion. The samurai dis-a-fucking-peers. Just gone. Woo! The energy from coming from Dolly and Ted fades away. Dolly falls to her knees exhausted. Ted picks her up, hugs her, cut to the two of them leaving the house. Ted wraps Kathy's cheap rug throw around Dolly as they walk away. The camera pans up to the sky. Roll, Roll credits. credits. Holy fuck, Moon Goons. <laughs> That's blood beat. What a goddamn ride that is. Woo! What the fuck, <laughs> fuck was that? I know. It's insane. <laughs> Dude, that scene where they hold hands and they're like shooting the red energy together and their faces are twitching and sweating and, and it goes on forever. It goes on forever. It's ever. And they're like frozen. No, it's impossible. What the fuck is happening? And why is the samurai speaking English, by the way? <laughs> If he's an ancient samurai, why the fuck is he speaking English? Why is poor Sarah? She just wanted to spend Christmas with her stupid, dopey boyfriend. She basically gets date raped and turned into a samurai killer. Which, by the way, if she, is she even 
dead? Because we just see the samurai fly uh-huh. and disappear. Like, did Sarah disappear with the samurai? <laughs> did they just leave her in the house? Like, fuck her. Let's get out of here. Like, oh. what happened to Sarah? <laughs> if ever... I have so many questions. Before we go on, I have so many questions. All right, first of all, like I said, what the hell we just watched? That's number one. Fuck yeah. All right, then we have, first, what the hell does the title Blood Beat have to do with anything? Well, that's what you constantly hear. <laughs> the heartbeat, the blood beat of heart. Maybe that's it, but that's, like, the title has zero sense with this movie. You can call it rock and roll. Nothing. Like, what's with the psychic powers never being talked about or discussed? Like, is this a family of people with psychic powers? Do you think they'd be talking, like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, or they maybe they'd use, like, you know, I'm too lazy to get my beer up and just, like, use my Jedi powers <laughs> yeah, to have yeah. that beer or come over. Or you think there'd be, like, a little more understanding amongst each yeah, other? Yeah, it, it's, yeah. We, instead of Ted being, like, a dopey date raper. Yeah. Again, why is there a killer samurai ghost in 1980s Wisconsin? That's never explained. No. Why, we never find out the link between Sarah and Kathy was. Like, why do they hate each other? Nope. Never find out that link. Uh, why was Sarah linked to the samurai ghost in the first place? No nope, Nothing there. When and how did Sarah get magical powers? Because she said she just had them. Uh, did she always have them? Or was that a byproduct of the samurai? We don't know. How did Ted and Dolly get magic powers? And why didn't they use them earlier? Exactly. Who was the little girl in the flashback scenes? Was that a sister? Some kid, your, your sister. And the sister, Or was that a kid? Kathy. We, you don't fucking know who that kid was is. Was Sarah as a child? Or Sarah? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Who, why is Kathy's studio so off limits to everyone? Why is she such a bitch? Uh, why was she such a bad painter, but then just paints a great samurai photo picture? Like, and then I wonder, was Kathy maybe, secretly, was she just like the last remaining Jedi that went into hiding after Executive Order 66 was carried out? Ooh, Did she, is that would explain her powers <laughs> and the glowing blue she, death? She escaped to Earth. She escaped to Earth. <laughs> she traversed galaxies far, far away to it's come to Earth. Jedi just disguised as samurai to take her out. <laughs> He's a Sith warrior. Yeah. He's only he's going blue instead. But even Darth Vader glowed blue at the end of Jedi. Fuck. <laughs> hey. So, yeah. <laughs> That's Bloodbeat. That is Bloodbeat. Holy hell. What a fun ride. <laughs> An insane ride that is. All right, let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Aaron, favorite kill that oh you got? Good. Uh, my favorite kill has got to be the trucker who gets killed when we first get introduced to the Samurai Warrior. Oh, Red Baron, Uncle Red, Pete? No, 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 no. Uh, when we first get to see the the Samurai in his full glory. the Oh, the neighbor of the, the trucker na- hat. Yeah, the neighbor of the trucker hat okay. with the red robe. All right, all right. And the whole scene of him finding his dead wife, making a run for it, diving through a window. Peeling out in a van, seeing the killer, gets back into his van, <laughs> and then finally the crescendo is shot in the back from when we finally see the samurai in all his glory with the long bow. Pow! My favorite kill. Oh, uh, that's a good one, man. I don't know I, that or the problems are so quick. Like they're stabbed with katanas, but like yeah, it's just like sliced the, dead. You, I, sliced you dead. think Kathy's would be a little more climactic, and she's just like. Dead. Except she turns into like a Wheaties frosted. Yeah, flakes, <laughs> which like, is that's just another great like, yeah. answer question. Why did she turn? Why, nobody else who died turned to like have like half frozen face, like weedy face. Like yeah, what happened like to frosted her? Frosted sugar. Blah. Yeah, like why? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, frosted mini wheats. Frosted mini. That's right. That's right. Frosted she looks mini like frosted mini wheats. <laughs> You're gonna be more delicious. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. So um Oh god. Uh yeah, um poor Gary's too. Like he comes in trying to save day and just gets got. So <laughs> But yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with you. Probably the the the, uh, the whole sequence with the the trucker cap neighbors probably is definitely yeah, the uh Well, Gary, you don't bring a hunting knife to a samurai, samurai fight. Duel, you to know? a katana fight. Yeah. You don't bring a hunting knife to a samurai warrior fight. That's a good point. All right. So, all right let's move on to uh the odds and ends now. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, rating. Uh, IMDb gives it a 4.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, it's not on the site at all. Huh. And Amazon gives it a 3 out of 5. Plot keywords, there were 18 total plot keywords. I actually wrote them all down this time because... Um, oh, okay. They were just... <laughs> they're a good time, huh? They're not that funny, but they're just like again. If you just read these plucky words before going into a movie, like you're just like, what? Uh, first of all, it's gore, which is not gory. No. Ghost holiday horror. Again, there's really like, nothing Christmasy it about. Happens it. to be taking place during Christmas. <laughs> I think you see a Christmas tree once, and the sheriff says hey, "Merry Christmas" one time. And when I first started watching this, I was like, man, this really doesn't have to do much to Christmas. But the crazier God, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. don't care. Yeah. Uh, holiday horror, Christmas, haunted house, female protagonist, slasher, occult. Independent film, female nudity, sword, samurai, samurai warrior, <laughs> psychic link, psychic power, possession, supernatural, and extra century perception. They're <laughs> all black keywords. Yeah, what the fuck am I going to watch? <laughs> exactly. Uh, trivia. I actually get, did get a few pieces, so nice. I'll take it for what it's worth. Um, supposedly, the director wasn't aware the film was being shot in the 4-3 full screen ratio until 15 days into production. I didn't realize we were filming this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were just having fun here. We were just fooling. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. We're filming this? Uh, the deer used for cleaning scene was purchased from a local farm. <laughs> Poor <laughs> fucking deer yeah. never had a chance. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm going home. I'm going home. Ah! <laughs> God. The opening scene was shot at 6.30 in the morning, which I don't know why that matters, but that's there. Uh, the director, Fabrice A. Zaffaratos, Zaffer, uh, lived at the house that was used as the main location during the shooting of the film. Uh, he also dubbed the actor who jumps out of the window. So that scream is him. And uh, the director was also the man in the samurai suit. Oh. Uh, the movie was shot in eight weeks. And the wires behind the telephone that caught on fire during the shooting of the sequence and... Uh, Basically, in that kitchen sink, the, the wires in the wall actually caught on fire. <laughs> Real fire. So that's all I got for that one. Uh, the budget, sadly, I couldn't get. Hey, it's okay. Doesn't surprise me, but yeah. I, wish, I, I wish I could have had it. Um, God, I can't even. I don't even know why I would even guess for this budget for this in 1980. Who fucking knows? Oh, it could be anything. Man. It's just, but, all right. Uh, I have some comments. I'll try to remember them later on when we get to it. But uh, let's move on to the five-star reviews. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five star reviews. All right. Uh, there's only 13 total reviews on Amazon for this. 23% are five star with 31% one star. <laughs> okay. We're pretty... Uh, kind of even. Yeah. But uh, I didn't write one star to ones down because I was just kind of getting... Like, whatever. They... You know, they are... They, this type of movie, this you know... Movie sucked. Yeah, it's, mm. yeah. Yeah, they're boring. They're so, not fun. Exactly. Uh, first from Jesse, just simply writes, You are tops. Five stars. Okay. Uh, so there you go. If you Thanks. want, if you want to feel good about yourself, read that review and you're yeah, tops, you're guys. Tops. You're tops. Uh, MarkFusion.com 
writes, an absolute cult masterpiece that runs off the rails from start to finish. I mean, supernatural samurai, magic duels, crazy dialogue, awkward sleep grinding. What else can you get that kind of entertainment? The new 4K scan looks amazing. I couldn't believe how razor sharp and crystal clear the movie looked. Blah, blah, blah. Some, uh, if, uh, if you're a fan of cult movies or just love bizarre cinema, Blood Beats one you need to own. Uh, BS about movies. This one is long, but it's it's pretty... Uh, pretty worth it? Yeah, at least I thought so at the time. So I might cut it off at, at some point, but I thought it was worth it at the time. Uh, it, it's entitled, This is Why I Love Movies. Amazon Video, Amazon Prime Video is amazing. This isn't a sales pitch. It's the truth. What finally sold me was the sheer amount of movies that I can search through. It's the closest thing I found to the shelves of an old mom and pop video store. Uh, the old days of primetime video where you look at all the lurid horror boxes and try to decide how many I could watch in a weekend. I do remember those days vividly. Yes, I remember those There was some, some charming and pure about those days. There are. Uh, Bloodbeat is one of those box covers you like you look at over and over again trying to decide if you're rather or now you're gonna should rent it then you find sit down and take it in and it blows your mind and you try to describe it to your friends and they think you have are making it all up <laughs> ah the pre-internet days well now that we're all online i like to think i like to think of you all as my friends and i'm going to tell you about this crazy movie fabrice alfaritos has two directing credits to his name he does he only has one uh he has two writing credits but one directing um and this is why like you correct him. <laughs> sorry, it, it's a shame. His direction here le- tends toward the strange and unexpected. There are moments here where I just yelled in glee at the TV, shocked to see what was happening. It's not the best movie you've ever seen, but it aspires to be one. This feels like a regional horror movie made by a bunch of European art directors on too many drugs. It, it's also the only Christmas horror movie I've ever seen that has a psychic samurai slasher, but it really isn't even about Christmas. It's also the only film I've ever seen that has a murder scene synced up with a girl's orgasms. Also, the house the family lives in tries to kill everyone at one point, but no one decides to leave it, which is a great point. That is a great point. That night after the house goes insane, nobody leaves the house. It's like, let's just go to bed. Can I get some candy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you'll be getting the fuck out of that house. They do not leave. Uh, This all starts with Kathy and Gary talking about how they'll never get married, despite him wanting to be father to her children. This scene feels like something out of a pure drama and not an attack onto a horror film way. I actually thought I had, I had accidentally loaded up a student film or an attempt to film a 70s hard and honest look at relationships. But soon enough, <laughs> Dolly and Ted come home. Ted's girlfriend stares the cause of great concern as Kathy's psychic abilities warn her of the young girl. Surely she's seen her before. And when Sarah finds a samurai sword in the bedroom, things get strange. As weird as the film gets, it never plays anything It never plays anything for laughs. It's earnest and deadly serious. Unlike a modern film, it explains nothing. <laughs> You're open to explain for yourself why the mother and girlfriend have a psychic link. Why is the killer a samurai? Why are there strange video effects throughout? Why is the mom a painter? I love to discuss this film at a party with a room full of people who have just watched it. This movie is why I love movies. It feels like a discovery. I want to share it with you all. Five stars. (laughs) Very well said. Yes. (laughs) So... There it is, guys. That's Bloodbeat. Bloodbeat. Let's wrap this up with our final thoughts for the week. Uh, Aaron, what, what do you got? When I first started watching this, I was like, God damn it. Why, why, <laughs> this has nothing to do with Christmas. This is our Christmas season. Why, why are we watching this? I was, I was starting to get a little, little frustrated. And then it just started to build and build <laughs> and get crazier and weirder and more bizarre. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, man, I'm, all, I'm in. I get it. I get it now. <laughs> I get it. 
Oh, holy shit. So many ridiculous <laughs> questions for a ridiculous movie, and they don't seem to give a fuck about you. You just, you're here to watch. You're you along for a ride. You, you figure it out, because we don't know what we're doing either. So bad it's good. You got to watch this movie. Just just hang on. That's all I got to say. Just hang on. It'll be worth the ride. It's so weird. I So bad it's good. 100% with you. 100%. I, I, I said, yeah, it's like when I first saw the description, like, oh, Christmas time, you know, Taylor's yeah. girlfriend come home for Christmas holidays. And this, I'm like, okay, it's Christmas. And, and I just saw Samurai. I was like, Samurai. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, nothing to really do with Christmas, though. But I still, like, I told you back when we, like, when we did Blood Freak, right? When we started Thanksgiving, like, from Thanksgiving, from Blood Freak through Christmas, like I was super excited for yeah. our holidays. And this is one of the prime reasons. This movie and Blood Freak are the two prime reasons where like I was so excited to get to this movie. Like I was giddy and so ready to do this movie. I was like, yes, can't wait to talk about this fucking thing. It is beyond words. We said that a lot recently about Blood Freak and even Mercy Christmas, at, but in a different way. Um, dude, this one. This one is fucking insane to a whole new level. It's amazingly bad it's so crazy i it sums I don't know what up else again so bad it's good so bad it's good so bad it's amazing so bad it's great it, it's it's transcends yeah it transcends it's it's <laughs> here's a, here's another question i have yeah why is dolly wearing thigh high socks through the whole movie <laughs> right at the very end of the movie she comes out she's like wearing this like a, like a wisconsin like like university or yeah, know, georgetown like, university or something like that and like thigh high wool socks she wears socks. thigh high wool socks almost at the whole movie yeah <laughs> yeah uh, like, like you kind of wonder if she's even wearing pants because the sweatshirt yeah, so long so it covers long. up her butt and stuff so you and she's wearing these thigh high these thigh high socks like is she even that scene pants? when she's in the closet with Ted when she falls, you get a panty shot. I'm like, I don't think she is wearing shorts. She's just wearing a long sweatshirt and thigh high socks. What a weird choice. <laughs> Things but, are weird in this yeah, movie. I, we, I, I know as soon as we get off, get done recording, I'm going to go back and look. Oh my God, I meant to say this. I meant to say this. I yeah. forget this. But oh God, I cannot say enough. Stress enough. You do yourselves a favor. Watch this insanity Merry for Christmas, yourself. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is a super... Super Christmas gift for you. And the best thing about it is it's on Amazon for free right now. Or YouTube. Or YouTube. So there's no excuse why you should not go watch this movie. Oh, my God. All right. So that's a, both of us agree. So bad. It's good. Uh, next week, uh, like I said, at the end of the week, we should be look, look up for uh, the movie The Elf. We're going to get punch, that. We should be punching out Elf. I mean. Punch that out. And we, had, then, so we had some issues this week. We kind of missed a week. But, yeah. you know, we're, we're back on We're going to make up for it. Uh, and then after the Elf, we have our uh, what has become a our Christmas tradition here. Yes. Uh, we will be doing Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Yeah. <laughs> we've done one. We've done two. We're going to continue on with three. Let's keep going, baby. And we're going to keep riding that train. So look forward to that. That'll be our Christmas episode. Hopefully that'll be out right in time for Christmas itself. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, then we go and start the whole new year. Uh, and I'm excited, also excited about, uh, I think this year's, I know it's still down a few months down the road, but I'm excited for this year's uh Horrible Horror March Movie Madness Tournament of Awfulness. I got it out that time. Oh, nice. Got it out that yeah. time. Uh, because I just I went to, I was looking at the list earlier, and I was like, oh, my God. We have some great ones on this, in this <laughs> tournament. It's going to be a fun one this year, I think. Um, so, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, guys, have a great Christmas. Have a great holiday season. In the meantime, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. Mystical boy.